Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna. It's another edition of the Transfer Update Show. Hello, good evening and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna. It's another live transfer update sitting in the garden this evening, enjoying the lovely weather. It's been a scorching weekend, um, had a couple of days off and it's been really, really nice uh, spending some time with the family as well. Putting work to one side, at least temporarily, which is always good and it's good for the uh, good for the mind, good for the brain, etc, etc. Um, was going to leave this till tomorrow. Um, but there have been uh, quite a few stories doing the rounds in relation to Arsenal and uh, some of the transfer business that we are hoping to do, both involving uh, incomings and potential outgoings. So I thought it was only right to uh, put on a stream for you guys this evening. Big hello to everybody who is uh, currently tuned in and watching us live via YouTube. And a big hello to everybody who's going to either watch this back or listen to it back via the audio platforms. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already to the channel. We're approaching 5,000 subscribers, um, which is amazing because I wanted to hit 5,000 by the start of next season. That was my goal at the beginning of this one. And despite the pandemic and everything like that, we've managed to get back on track really, really quickly. And we had an absolute influx of subscribers in the last few days. And I'm really delighted uh, by that. And I, I want to say a massive thank you to those of you who have hit that button and to those of you, of course, who have become patrons of the podcast. Don't forget, if you want to become a patron, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash the Chronicles of Aguna as it reads across the bottom of your screen. And you can become a member. You'll receive exclusive content. You'll receive a free gift after three months of membership. And you'll receive priority on our phone-in shows. Uh, the next one uh, is going to be live uh, tomorrow night. Uh, tonight, by the time those of you on the audio are listening. So Monday night at 8 p.m., We'll be holding another fans phone in where you can dial in um, and you can have your say on anything Arsenal. Right. Um, lots and lots to talk about. Um, haven't got a great deal of time this evening, so we're going to go through it as quick as possible. And we're going to take some of you guys' comments as well in the live chat. So keep those coming. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that like button. It is so, so important. And it's why our videos in the last few days have done so, so well, because you guys that have been watching, you've been hitting that button for us. It is so, so important. I can see there's only five at the moment, five likes, something like that. Um, and uh, we've got 55 of you watching across all the platforms. So if you haven't already, make sure you hit that button. Right, let's start with the uh, first story. Um, and it's involving an Arsenal striker. It's involving... Alexander Lacazette. Now, there have been reports doing the rounds that Alex Lacazette could be sold by Arsenal this summer. Uh, it's understood that the club were waiting to see whether Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang would sign a new contract. And now that he looks like he will, Alexander Lacazette could be sold in order to raise funds. That is a story we are hearing. It's being reported by a number of outlets and it's understood that Atletico Madrid are interested in the French striker. Of course, that may help in terms of our pursuit of uh, Thomas Partey as well. Could it be, um, could it be that 
Alexander Lacazette could go the other way as part of a deal that would see Thomas Partey come to the Emirates Stadium. Not entirely sure, uh, but it feels like uh, like Arsenal are keeping their options open with Alexander Lacazette. Am I saying 100% that he's going to be sold this summer? No, I'm not, but it sounds like there are rumblings of that. And I believe the club would consider it if and only if uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang signs that contract. We've heard that talks are progressing very, very well and that it could be in the next week or so in which we hear an official announcement. Um, but Alexander Lacazette, you know, he's he's done really well at times. He's had some not so good spells at Arsenal as well. We know there was an interest from Atletico Madrid in his services prior to him even joining Arsenal. Um, it's not entirely clear whether that interest remains. But according to some of these reports, Atletico still hold an interest in the player. Is he irreplaceable? No, I don't think he is. I think he does a really, really good job in that number nine role, particularly in the system we're playing now, where he drops deeper, he creates space for others in behind. Um, very tenacious, almost plays like a false nine at times. But is it irreplaceable? No, it's not. Um, and if you could get 30 to 35 million pounds uh, in the door for Alexander Lacazette. I think it's a deal that may be worth doing. Um, but again, that is dependent on um, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang signing. That is dependent on the rest of how the transfer window goes for Arsenal. Will we be able um, to use that money to do some other business? If so, then from a fan's perspective, it could help us. Um, but if it's a case of Arsenal trying to recuperate money in order to deal with the losses that they've suffered uh, due to the recent coronavirus, then for me, I don't want to see him sold. It's as simple as that. If the money's going to be reinvested back in the squad and Arteta has identified targets he feels um, would improve this team, but he needs to raise that that money and those funds in order to do that, then I'm not totally against the idea of Alexander Lacazette being sold. So that's my take on that. Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Would you be happy to see Alexander Lacazette exit the Emirates Stadium if it meant we'd get around about £30 million for him? Another story that has uh, gathered pace uh, over this weekend is the one involving Felipe Coutinho. Now, we reported to you a few days ago that sources inside Arsenal Football Club had confirmed that there were no talks ongoing between Arsenal and Barcelona over the future of Felipe Coutinho. It's understood that Barcelona are eager to get him off their wage bill, whether that be on a loan deal um, with, a, with an obligation to buy at the end of it or a permanent transfer. We understand that Arsenal don't have those funds and we understand that Arsenal are not pursuing Felipe Coutinho as a priority this summer. However, there have been contradicting reports that have surfaced over the last few days suggesting that Felipe Coutinho and Kia Jurabchian, of course, his agent, an agent who is working very closely with Arsenal at the moment, were at the club's training ground. Now, I don't know how true this is. I've got to be honest. Um, I've seen it from some sources that are usually pretty spot on but I've also I also feel it's one that people might just be jumping on the bandwagon of has there been any photos no um it's nothing more than hearsay at this moment in time I still very much believe that the Felipe Coutinho deal is a no-go for Arsenal I don't think it's a priority and I don't see it happening therefore I'm going to dismiss this one for now um but like I said on the last episode when you think that we were kind of you know, we were told that we were not in the race to sign Nicolas Pepe. We didn't have the funds. And Arsenal found a way to get that deal done. They found a way to make it happen, albeit by paying in instalments, etc. So um, on that basis, I don't want to totally rule it out. 
but I'm still not convinced that there is any legs in this story in Felipe Coutinho coming to the Emirates Stadium. I just cannot see it happening at the moment. Elsewhere, the Mirror are reporting that Arsenal are wanting to pay off Mesut Ozil's contract in order to free some funds for some recruits. This is an interesting one because, you know, it's been pretty clear, isn't it, from Mesut Ozil, from his agent, that he doesn't want to go anywhere prior to the ending of this unbelievable contract that he finds himself on. £350,000 a week. He's not playing football. He's not doing a great deal at the moment. And so you can understand why um, some fans are eager to see him moved on. If he's going to be involved next season in terms of playing football and, and potentially bringing something further to the team, maybe at times injecting that creativity that we've sometimes been lacking, then I'm not against Arsenal keeping him. But if he's not in the plans, then you've got to find some way of moving him on. I've also seen rumours today linking him with a move uh, to Istanbul, Bashak Shahir team in Turkey, um, who could be looking at taking Mesut Ozil on a loan deal, um, in which case they would pay a percentage of his wages and Arsenal could cut their losses that way uh, in terms of just paying sort of half of his costs between now and the end of the season. I don't know. Um, but if, pay, if he's not part of the plans and... Paying him off is the only way that we're going to get past this Ozil thing where we're talking about it every week. It's irritating people. It can't be having a great effect on the changing room as well, knowing that he's sort of collecting that sort of paycheck, yet not playing any part. So I think it's going to be an interesting one. I really, really do. I'm not um, I'm not entirely sure how, uh, how this one's going to pan out, but there are reports, as I said, um, that Arsenal may be looking at options uh, to move Mesut Ozil on prior to the expiration of his contract in order to raise funds to do other business. But again, as I say at the top of all of these shows, take these with a pinch of salt um, because these are just what I'm doing here is we're gathering all the reports from all the various outlets. We're putting them together and we're trying to make sense of them. Um, but it's, you know, at times it, it can be difficult when there's contradicting ones, as there seems to be with so many of these stories. Elsewhere, uh, apparently Leeds United are considering Rob Holding um, as a central defensive option. Of course, Marcelo Bielsa's side won promotion to the Premier League. Uh, they'll be taking part in the Premier League for the first time in 16 years next season. Um, they've obviously lost Ben White, who was a huge part of their success last season. Young central defender on loan at Ellen Road from Brighton and Hove Albion. He's gone back uh, to the Amex Stadium. But as far as we're aware, Leeds have had two bids uh, for Ben White rebuffed. Um, meaning that they've been um, that they've been rejected uh, by uh, by Leeds United, um, so they're obviously on the lookout for a centre back. I think Ben White remains their first choice, but if they're unable to bring him in, then Rob Holding is one of the names that is being mentioned as a potential replacement for him. Uh, Paul Nell in the live chat asks, loan or buy, Harry? I think if you're talking about Rob Holding, to my knowledge, um, Leeds are considering both options at the moment. If a deal can be done that would see Rob Holding come in for a transfer fee that they believe is acceptable, then I don't see why they wouldn't make it a permanent bid. Um, but I think they will try their luck in the loan market as well, given that funds are not, um, well, funds are a bit of an issue for Leeds United. Their chairman has been very clear, the majority owner, he's been very clear about the fact that they will need to uh, raise further investment if they're going to push on in the Premier League. And so I'm sure they'll be looking to cut any corners that they can and save any money that they can. And if Rob Holding coming in on a loan 
will allow them to do that whilst dealing with a problem position for them, uh, then I, I think they will try their luck in the loan market first. I really, really do believe that. If that can't be done, a uh, different story. Perhaps we'll see uh, Leeds make a bid. But Ben White very much remains the first choice uh, option for Marcelo Bielsa. And I think they will only turn to Rob Holding or anybody else for that matter when all their options have been exhausted. Let's move on to another story. Uh, Willian uh, continues to be linked with a move to Arsenal. The links are getting stronger by the day. Um, we understand that, of course, uh, Willian uh, wanted a three-year contract. It seems as though Arsenal have offered him that, and it looks as though he is on his way to North London. He put an open letter out to the Chelsea fans uh, earlier today, thanking them uh, for their support throughout the years made it very clear that he's leaving the club, though, and it feels like Arsenal are in pole position to land a Brazilian. Again, concerns over his age, concerns over the fact that the contract being touted is a three-year one and he's about to turn 32. So I know some people are worried about that. Um, but Willian is in extremely, uh, I say that now, but based on what we've seen of him, he looks extremely fit. He looks in extremely good condition for someone of that age. And I don't think that that is something that will phase Mikel Arteta necessarily if he believes that he is somebody who can improve this team. Before we continue, let's have a quick look at the stream. How many likes have we got? Um, let's get some more of those coming through. As many as possible would be great. It is a massive, massive help. Um, thank you to those of you watching us live at the moment. We haven't got as many as I'd like just now. So if you haven't yet, please, please do hit that like button. It's so, so important, as I've said before, um, and we need you guys' support. You can see the numbers on the last couple of videos, um, and that's because of your likes and your support. So uh, really, really grateful for that. So, but if you haven't done it, please, quick reminder, hit that button. Right, moving on to some other stories. Actually, let me just take this time to tell you, stick your comments and your questions in the chat now. Um, got a couple more bits to run through and then I'll come to those as well uh, before we wrap up this evening's stream. So we've spoken about Ozil, we've spoken about Lacazette, we've spoken about Kia Jurabshan. Um, now we're going to talk a little bit about a player Arsenal were credited with a very heavy interest in last season and that is Wilfred Zaha. Um, of course, the... Uh, the Ivorian was linked with a move to the Arsenal. It's understood that the two clubs couldn't come to an agreement in terms of his valuation. And it was it's, it's been common knowledge, hasn't it, that Wilfred Zaha is looking for a way out of Crystal Palace. Hasn't had the greatest season, Wilfred Zaha, in truth, um, which will probably have damaged his chances of earning a big move. That plus the current financial situation that many of the clubs find themselves in um, has probably, as I say, damaged his chances of getting his dream move. But he is very much interested in a move to Arsenal still. Are Arsenal going to reignite their interest in Wilfred Zaha? I cannot see it. Um, taking into account the money that Crystal Palace are going to want for him, the fact that it looks like Willian is on his way. And then if you bring in Zaha, I guess you're, you're preventing the development, for example, of, um, you know, for example, Reese Nelson, um, you know, Gabriel Martinelli, uh, you know, all these players are coming through the ranks as well, uh, as well as the sort of starting 11 and the, the front three that we have at the minute. So I just feel like it wouldn't be good for their progress. And and, and so in that in that scenario and, and taking all of that into consideration, are Arsenal going to now go and fork out 50 odd million? I, you know, they wanted 70 or something last summer, didn't they? But 50 feels about right now, um, given that he's another year less on his contract. He's had a disappointing season. Um, you could even argue that 50 is too much. 
for somebody like Wilfred Zaha. So uh, look, to me, it's a rumour that's surfacing again and it feels like Wilfred Zaha has been linked with a move to Arsenal ever since he left Manchester United. But the reality is that if we're going to bring Willian in, which looks like it's happening, it looks like the deal is edging closer day by day, then I cannot see Arsenal um, making that move for Wilfred Zaha. So yeah, that's my take on that. Let's go through some of your comments. Say a massive, massive hello to you guys as well. Big hello to Adam. Uh, where's the Vespro? It's not as hot this evening, mate. Uh, no need for it. Uh, Barry Sacconi says, evening, Harry. How you doing, mate? Aaron says, keep up the great work, mate. Love these shows. Uh, Luke Howard asks, could Ainsley Maitland-Niles be sold to Spurs? Now, they're being credited with an interest in Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Look, I... Uh, do I want Ainsley Maitland-Niles to go? Probably not. I spoke about it on the last episode. I feel like he's come on leaps and bounds under Mikel Arteta. I feel like he's a really decent squad player, somebody who we could really, really use um, to sort of plug in holes here and there. Whether that's okay with the player, whether he's happy with that role is another thing. Um, but in terms of, of him being sold to Spurs, I would like to think that Arsenal will not be looking to sell the player to Spurs. Would Ainsley Maitland-Niles go there? I don't know. Um, you know, as much as I hate him, uh, Mourinho is somebody who appeals to young footballers. He's a, he's a manager who's been a success. Um, he's a manager with plenty of experience. He comes with a certain aura and there'll be lots of young footballers around the world who would love to take the opportunity to work with Jose Mourinho. Therefore, you couldn't rule Ainsley Maitland-Niles out from wanting to go there. But will Arsenal sell? I'd like to think no. Um, personally, I'd like to see us keep him. Um, but if he does have to move on, then hopefully Spurs is not his next destination. Um, Winston says, evening. How you doing, mate? Um, Anonymous S says, Anonymous T, sorry. He says, I don't mind to sell Lacquer as long as we do not sell Ainsley. See, a lot of people um, really keen to keep hold of, uh, of Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Rahul uh, on the Lacazette thing, he says, I think it's the right decision to sell Lacquer now. Only two years left in his contract. And if they can't agree a deal with him, we must act now. And this is really interesting, isn't it? Because Raul has said that, hasn't he, since he came into Arsenal, that if players got into this situation where they were into the final two years of their contract, it would be a, a, something, we'd come be at a crossroads. We'd either have to sell or extend the contract, then it would have to be one or the other. So, yeah, yeah you'd like to think at least that... Um, that Arsenal will be considering their options with Lacazette, given the term remaining on his contract. Got to apologise to those of you watching the video. It's getting a little bit dark, um, but I can't just walk off and, and go turn all the lights on. So you'll have to bear with me. Um, Dave Atkinson says, I think Coutinho would be a bad financial move. Um, yep, that's what he was trying to say in the first comment. Uh, Barry says, if we can get 35 to 40 million for Lacazette, that would be a good deal. And the money, hopefully, would go into the transfer kitty along with that of our other outgoing players. Um, what else? Uh, Zombie Hunter asks, after the Oba contract extension, if we manage to sign Partey, Willian, Gabriel, Danny Ceballos and Coutinho, do you think we can challenge for the title? I'm still not sure we'd be able to challenge for the title. Um, but I think we'd have we'd be we'd have a very strong squad in terms of pushing for that top four. I think we'd be in a great position to achieve that, and I'd expect us to achieve that if that was the transfer window that we come out with. Um, Inti Yanani says Coutinho makes no sense if William comes in. It's to replace Lacazette. I don't know. They're not very similar players, are they? So, yeah, I, I can't see that happening. Um, I can't see him being a direct replacement anyway. Uh, what else have we got here? 
um rahul says is the benzema thing happening mate we've heard that every summer for as long as i can remember it's not happening arsenal are not interested in carrying benzema um what else have we got uh yuri nafti he says we need to get at least two center backs out somebody has to go we have mavropanos on loan and coming soon hopefully gabriel and hopefully saliba too i think we do need to to thin down on center half a little bit remember callum chambers is still um on the books at the club as well but i think the most likely departure this summer will probably be socrates um i think arsenal as i said about lacazette they have a decision to make on the future of Shkodran Mustafi because his contract, to my knowledge, has got two years left as well. Or is it two years or is it just one year? Anyway, he's coming sort of towards the end of his term and Arsenal are going to have to decide whether they, they want to keep him or try and cash in on him. Guys, don't forget to smash the like button if you haven't already. I know I keep banging on about it, but it's so, so important. So please, please do um, hit that button for me. AJ Morgan says, how do you see Williams' role at Arsenal? If Lacazette stays, can you see him fitting into a number 10 role? I think that Willian would very much be a winger um, in this Arsenal side. I think if Aubameyang stays on and Lacazette goes, you could see Aubameyang shift back into the middle and Willian playing on one of those flanks. Um, I think Willian may not even play every game if he does come in. Of course, you've got to remember that Arsenal are in the Europa League again, and that means a lot of games, a lot of fixtures, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. Um, which means that you need to be able to use a squad and William add some depth to that and some probably added quality when you think that beyond sort of our famous front three, we're looking at some very inexperienced players like Saka, like Nelson, etc. Um, so I think it, it, it's a no-brainer. I would sign him and I hope the deal is completed sooner rather than later. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, Bad Boy asks, holding in or out? Well, as I'm as I'm led to believe, Leeds United are considering a move from Rompolding. But again, it's not clear on what terms. It's not clear if the interest will materialise into anything more than that. But we know they are on the lookout for a centre-back, having just earned promotion back to the Premier League. So keep your eyes peeled on that one. Um, right. Uh, Cosy Media Football says, how will William help us, bro? We have enough wingers. It goes back to what I was saying just a few minutes ago. It's a bit of added experience and it's a bit of added quality in an area where, yes, we have bodies, but the, the backup is not necessarily experienced. It's not necessarily ready to play week in, week out, in my opinion. So, yeah, um, let's see. Uh, let, let's see how that goes. But I expect him to provide a backup to some of those players. And I also expect him um, to, to feature a fair amount in the starting lineup as well because of um, everything that's been going on. And because of the fact that we're going to have so many games back to back coming thick and fast, Europa League, whatever. Um, I think that the more players in the squad, the better. Uh, final question I'm going to pick up comes from uh, Mr. J on Twitter. He says, when do you think Aubameyang's contract will be announced? I expect it to be announced within the next fortnight. Um, I, I really do. I, I think that it wouldn't have been wise for the club to announce it, having made the redundancies that they did. Not going to go into that again because we spoke about it at length um recently um so yeah we'll 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 park that uh that talk but i think you can expect an announcement in the next couple of weeks or, or so uh and just finally kevin john he says evening seems like you're chilling on a villa's balcony i'm sitting on my patio in the garden it's nothing special i can assure you um this job doesn't pay enough trust me uh but yeah um thank you 
uh, for your comments. Thank you for your likes. Thank you for your shares. Let us know your thoughts on the transfer rumors we've been discussing. Again, apologies. It's got dark all of a sudden. Um, but uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow night with the fans phoning. Uh, if you haven't uh, joined us before, feel free to come over and do so. All you need to do is you need to send us a DM on Twitter. Instructions are rolling across your screen for those of you watching us on YouTube. But for those listening on the audio, I will run through that with you. If you want to have your say on anything Arsenal or football related for that matter, all you have to do is follow us on Twitter at Chronicles underscore AFC. Send us a DM. And during the live show between 8 and 9 p.m. on Monday night, we will ping you a link back and you'll be added into our virtual studio waiting area. And uh, we will put you each of you guys on one by one, get through as many of your calls as we can within the allotted hour. Last week, we had people from all over the world, from the States, from Luxembourg, from Palestine, um, from India, from uh, everywhere, you name it. We had people joining us. Um, it's a very much a worldwide show and we'd love to get you guys' thoughts on all things Arsenal. So do please come and join us. Until then, uh, take care of yourselves. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening and uh, we'll be back very soon. All the best. <laughs>